Alright, welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with Mikey and the two Chris's. Tim had to work, he can't join us today, he might call in later, never know with Tim. We're back after a two-week hiatus. I had surgery two weeks ago to take all the metal out of my foot. I'm no longer the bionic man, and we decided to just take another week off to, you know, recharge our batteries. So, we're back with a lot of stuff, recharged batteries, hopefully some good laughs, special guest Ari the cat, and special guest Luna the dog is here. So, if you hear barking or sniffing of the mic, it's one of them too. Anyways, Chris, I know Chris and I saw Suicide Squad because we saw it in theaters. Did you go? Did you watch it? No. Have you? What? My time is very limited, and when I choose to decide to watch like a Suicide movie, like a Suicide Squad, which has already came out before, I get the gist of the second one. And there's no need to really watch. Yeah, maybe a new, maybe a new director, maybe a new story, but same same squad no it's no not. it's not there's only I, one, I, per, one two people there's from only the two people squad. from the original and then no, that actor got idea. replaced same idea you got a, a team of villains that go after they become heroes quotation marks. okay you just you what just is, knocked down every superhero movie in the history of superhero movies oh you got a superhero and a bad guy comes up to yeah. take over the world so the superhero has to come and save the it's world not it's not about the same thing it's, it's, not about, about, <laughs> it's not about the ending it's about the journey and that journey the suicide squad took was hilarious well i did hear margot robbie kills it as harley quinn she really does she owns that role well, it's so good so does uh, John Cena as yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, I, well, I heard uh, the shark. Who voiced it? Who does it? Sylvester Stallone yeah, is I the shark. I heard he was the best one, though. Bird. <laughs> he he, yeah, John he Cena, killed it. Idris Elba was really good as, as, Bloodsport. as Bloodsport. He was better than Will Smith, I think. Oh. I really do. I think he... I think it he doesn't say a lot. What do you <laughs> no, but I think he just, you know... I, I like Idris Elba rather than... Smith, but. The Fresh Prince isn't the same anymore. <laughs> but should we do spoilers or do we care? I don't know. I'm kind of upset. No, I'm not upset. It's just aggravating because people were making fun of the, the like the ending and the, the way the zombies were created with the giant starfish. That's like Patrick. How they were in the comic books. Thank you. But you know, we we got to believe some giant purple guy with stones is going to destroy half the earth. And I mean, it's the same thing. You've got to suspend reality. It's yeah. it's not a James Bond movie. It's not a spy movie. It's a comic book movie. People have Marvel so far up their butt that they can't. That's see the any problem. Other, I any agree. Other franchises. I know. I know DC has had a rough start. Man of Steel was good. Justice League was. Man of Steel was not good. Batman vs Superman was bad. The original Justice League before the Snyder Cut was kind of bad. The original Suicide Squad movie was not the best. It was actually I really liked the original Suicide Squad, but I can't lie. I love the Suicide Squad. I thought the I yeah. the first one I liked it a lot. Shazam was great, and mm, Shazam uh, was really good. I'm in the minority, I guess, but I thought uh, Aquaman was a really good movie. But I like I like Aquaman. I was not big on Aquaman, but I don't. Know, I'm just a fan of Jason Momoa. So. Yeah, I've loved yeah, him for a while now. Um, yeah, Shazam was really good. I. Um, I liked Venom. Venom's the, DC or Marvel. I know, but that got trashed too, and yeah. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. But it just. 
I like the I think it's the anti-hero hero, and that's what Venom is. So yeah, I think that was the same thing. But going back to Suicide Squad, these are the bad guys. Yeah, so they're the bad guys that got captured by Batman, Superman, whoever whoever it be. And I guess basically the story starts off of we're meeting basically the original crew with some new ones, and they're going to invade an island that has a secret experiment going on which is the starfish in the end, as you find out. And it's a trap, basically. They get gunned down, basically. Spoilers. The entire original squad, except for Harley Quinn and Flag, get killed. Right there on the beach. Plus some new what? ones. That'd be the, I mean, all these new characters that they just kind of... They killed off half of those new characters they were promoting. Oh my in the God. first 15 minutes. Dude, it's hysterical, though. And the movie's great. I mean, it's, it, it's, it really keeps you... You're never bored. Through the movie. You're never bored. No. And I remember we were sitting there. We were both like, oh, my God, they did that. Yeah. It's it's awesome. And I loved it. I loved it. And then you learn it was just, they were just a distraction, you know, for the team two to come up on the beach, which is uh, the shark guy. <laughs> I forget his name. Um Ratcatcher 2, because Ratcatcher 1 is dead. <laughs> um, Bloodsport, Peacekeeper, and Polka Dot. Polka Dot Man? Polka Dot Boy? I don't remember. Polka Dot someone. He, sh- he shoots Polka Dot. He shoots Polka Dot, yeah. <laughs> um, and can I just say, John Cena, no matter what he's in, like the last couple years, he just steals the show. Yeah, Polka Dot Man. J- John Cena and uh, Idris Elba had a hilarious and great uh, connection in that movie. So it's still known as King Shark. King Shark. King Shark. Okay. I didn't know it was that simple of a name. I thought we were going with the like Hawaiian name he had. They were calling him. But King Shark is that. I really didn't realize that TDK was Nathan Fillion. TDK was Nathan Fillion? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Basically, though, they're, they're on the island to... Stop a experiment, which you find out it's the Project Starfish, which is actually a starfish. And the U.S.'s interest in this is they're the ones that were funding the research because there was a coup and the new government was going to release info and you know use the starfish. So they, well, there's going to be a coup, and the people of the island were going to take back over their government, basically. Yeah, and they were going to release that information. And the U.S. didn't want the information to be out. Um, so that's why they sent the Suicide Squad, and you find that out at the end, and it causes some issues with the team. Um, but there's just the one scene I really just want to talk about is when they're going to save Flag. Flag gets captured. Him and Harley get captured. Harley gets captured by the government forces. Uh, Flag gets away from the beach and gets captured by um, some rebels on the island who are fighting the new government. Um, they they take him to his camp and the. Uh, the other Suicide Squad gets sent to, to, to uh, rescue him. Bloodsport and uh, Freedom... What's his name? Freedom? Freedom uh, Freedom Maker? Whatever. John Cena's character. They are Peacemaker. Like, peacemaker. Jeez. <laughs> they are the same character, pretty much. Except well, one's a mercenary and one's all about freedom and the government. <laughs> and they're, they're, Second Amendment. Hoorah! Basically, yeah. That's what he is. And they're basically taking turns trying to one up each other, killing, <laughs> killing everybody. Sounds like like Legolas and the. It uh, really was like uh, Legolas and uh, Gimli. Gimli. Yeah. Uh, they're taking turns killing each other, and at one point, uh, 
uh, Peacemaker shoots a guy, doesn't kill him, and Bloodsport's like, it doesn't, you lost because you, it was a non-lethal. And he says, wrong, it is lethal, it's a compression bullet. And the guy explodes. And, and Idris Elba was like, well, it's not cool to show off or something. And John Cena was like, it is cool when what you're showing off is totally badass. Idris Elba turns around and is like, damn it, that was badass. <laughs> so basically they slaughter yeah. the entire uh, rebel camp. And when they get to like the leader's tent, he's the flag and the leader are drinking tea or coffee together. <laughs> and they're like, how'd you guys get here? Why did my people not alert me or whatever? Because they found like, oh crap, these are the good people. Um, we didn't see any people. King, oh, no. <laughs> King Shark burps up a guy's... Because King Shark eats, uh, yeah. he eats nom people. He nom noms. Nom nom. Um, he burps up a, a guy's finger. And they're like, oh. It's a good... Oh, it was so a lot of fun. They killed all the good people, I guess. But, uh, there was more yeah. rebels, but they killed the ca- this camp of rebels. <laughs> okay. It... <laughs> yeah, by accident. I'm going to have to put the... Uh, bring the fire stick out here since it has HBO Max so you can watch it. it it's so good. Off. It is amazing. I could probably um, download it on the. I think the no the Xfinity box has HBO. Right? Oh okay. Yeah, my you might be able to sign in. I don't know if it does or not because I have it on my TV. So oh, I just have it on my because my TV doesn't have enough room for it now because it's like fifty gigs or something like that. I had to put it on the Fire Stick and I have it on my phone and my tablet. Did you just kick the dog? I didn't mean to kick the dog. My feet are. Just put it on. Janky. She's, 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 she's a, a thick girl. So they showed previews, right? So they showed previews to Dune. Looks which amazing. I don't give a shit yeah. about because that same weekend, Jackass comes out. He's got a point. Oh, yes. I cannot freaking wait. So I'm while y'all are in there watching Dune, falling asleep, taking a nap during the Dune movie, I'm going to be laughing my ass off that in the Jackass movie. Jackass. It's so good. I cannot freaking so, wait for so, Jackass. Yeah, it's it, what I need right when now. The softball, classic, yeah. When the softball pitcher hits... Uh, Steve O in the ball. Is it Jenny Finch? I think it was. I think it was Jenny Finch pitching. Yeah, oh, I can't oh wait. God. It's still great because you got all the the all Except the classic Jackass members. And Ryan most Dunn. of them are in there. Yeah, yeah most well, of Dunn. them are in there. They're still old as hell, mm-hmm. and they're still doing all these. They're stunts. still doing all these stunts. I know yeah. it looks crazy. They have a what's his face. Um, he did the talk show where he made people very uncomfortable. Um, with Hannibal, Hannibal Burris was his. Oh yeah, uh, yeah that guy. Oh my gosh! Hold on, I'm gonna look. This I up. should know who it is, but I don't know who you're talking he's about. He's my freaking gamer tag <laughs> picture. I know on Xbox. Jackass forever. That's what this is um, called. He's so good. Machine he's Gun so Kelly. Good in, like awkward. He's so good in awkward. Situations. Eric Andre. Eric Andre. Yeah. He's so good in awkward situations. Like he just makes it like. It's completely normal. There's a Whatever lot of people doing, in this. It's completely normal, even though it's not normal mm-hmm. at all. He's so yeah. He's talented. <laughs> he's hilarious. Speaking of hilarious, we all watched a documentary that came out. What was it on Thursday? Thursday or Wednesday? Uh, Untold Malice at the Palace. For those of you who don't know, the Malice at the Palace was a brawl that took place between the O four Pacers. And the Detroit fans, basically. Just the palace. The palace. They, they, they fought the palace. Yeah. What was left of the palace. 
And I don't know, was it Steven Jackson that said, uh, or it was either Steven Jackson or Ron Ortiz that said, like, it was based, or was it even Reggie? It Miller? was Reggie that said all the people from the top were coming down. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, all, the, all the people in the good seats leave, so all the drunks up top start yeah. coming down and sitting in the lower levels. But I think it was Steven Jackson was that, uh, that caught me. He was like, there's nobody there to help. There's no security. Yeah, he was right or die. So it was basically yeah. like the Pacers team, what was it, 15 or 8 or whatever he said, I or 12. I think he said like, yeah, like against, against 3,000. Yeah, he's right. There was three yeah, cops. Was like, yeah. Yeah, where was security? There was no security around whatsoever. Those people should have never been on the court. Then you got that jackass fan. The yeah. one that... The one that went out on the court. You don't go out on a basketball court. No. You don't... I mean, that's, that's like going in... That's the same as like jumping over a fence and running onto a football field or... Or going into or a, a, a wrestling ring. You get your ass beat. Field, you ever see them people who jump in a wrestling ring? They get their yeah. ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> they really do, which they deserve. I, the guy tries to defend himself saying, I got pushed down there. No, and you don't want us pushing you down there. And he comes up to Ron Artest, Fisk. Fis no, he came to Jermaine. No, no, it was, no, Ron, it was Ron Artest. It was Ron Artest first. Artest yeah. is the one that punched him first. Yeah. Because he came up to Artest, Fitz, Fitz Clinch, and Artest swung and took him down. Was that the guy on, on when they were on the floor? That yeah. wasn't Artest. Yeah, that was Artest. No, Artest was up in no, the Artest was, was up in the Artes crowd. Came down. No, this is I, before was, Ron Artest went up. No, no, it was after he came down. That was, was, was that was Jermaine. No, no, Jermaine no, came to defend Artest. No, Jackson went to de defend no. Artest. No, Jackson no, went up into was, the stands. It was Ron Artest. No, Artest and Jackson are in the stands. No. Somebody was on the floor. I'm going to play this for you. You can't play it for me. Yes, I can. Hang on. I'm going to look for it. It was Artest right on the floor. Me and Mikey. This guy's nuts. Um. Yeah, because it was on his way to the locker room because he was ready to chill. Like, he was ready to. Like, I was watching that back. game live. So was I. But it's like, yeah, it's like, I remember, I know they were talking about it, how that's basically all they talked about for, for weeks and months, probably, and I remember, that's the only thing, I don't, I don't remember watching the game, I just remember everyone saying it was such a negative thing. Well, who was it, which pacer was right it here, that said... Watch. Who's that? Our test? Here comes the guy on the Oh, side. that guy. Okay. I thought you were talking about the other guy. No. What other guy? The guy that threw the, the bottle. The, the, oh, yeah. He was from the stand. He's the one that started it. No, 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 no. No, the other guy. The one that J.O. took a swing at on the floor. That's the same guy that came up to our test. That's the same guy? Yeah. Okay. That's a, okay, so we were both right. I don't feel so bad then. <laughs> All right. Is that the, that was the guy that uh, Reggie said if J.O. would have connected, it would have killed him. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's the same guy, right? Okay, yeah. That's the best miss of J.O.'s life. That's the one I thought you were talking about. Yeah. But you know what? Looking back on it, why wasn't the Pistons organization held accountable? Because they weren't. No. And who was it? Was it Steven Jackson or was it Jermaine that said, those, pe those the, the thing is with the fans, they don't know that we're friends with Ben Wallace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hard. It's just hard basketball. Is all yeah, that is. Sure. Yeah, they, but they're at it on the floor. Then afterwards, they dap up and go have a beer. Go have a beer together, talk. right? But the thing was that I noticed, our test probably should have got a thirty game suspension. The other guy yeah. should have probably got ten game suspensions each. Yeah. Jackson and it was pretty harsh. But you you shouldn't be. 
I don't know why he did what he did, but the Piston organization wasn't even held accountable for what it. I mean, those guys could have been somebody could have had. They could have lost their career. I mean, they could have. Yeah. I mean, they essentially did, but they could have had an eye taken out with all that stuff thrown at them. Mm-hmm. They, were throwing, they were starting to throw chairs. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe they were throwing a chair? Who throws a chair? You know how crazy that is. I think Texas did pretty good work of trying to get yeah. it, especially with all the technology back then. It's like not very that, it's not that good. But. I like what the the lead guy says. Like, how much money and time did we waste on this when we could have been using that same money, time, and manpower solving murders or robberies? Right. right. But the, the cop did say he's like that guy when he was talking about our test. The, yeah. the guy, he says that guy came up to him with a clenched fist. He has a right to defend himself. Yeah. yeah. So there's no charges. And. That's why Stern. I, I will go to my grave thinking Stern, believing that Stern used this as the chance to get the Pacers out of the playoffs. The Pacers would have won it that year, hands down. There's no one that could have stopped us. I didn't realize there was animosity between uh, Jermaine and Artest because he 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 bailed. Yeah, he should have never. If he would have stayed with that team, even with. Reggie gone. Yeah, even yeah, even with Reggie gone, and that, Reggie was just a, a supporting role at that point with the team. Anyway, <coughs> they could have done something had those guys I mean, stayed. He wasn't even dressed that game, and they blew him out of the water. Right. Yeah, if I remember right, that was the only <coughs> person they really lost that season or the, out of that postseason was was Reggie. The only like main. Well, no, they lost Artest. Well, no, I'm <laughs> saying other than Reggie and of course Artest, they didn't lose anybody after that. No, no. Well, Reggie was there, but they didn't have our test. That that was the, yeah. That was the killer for the Pacers. They did not have our test. Then they they still took them to the Eastern Conference Finals. They took them to the Eastern Conference French Finals that year. I don't I don't remember. Was that the year before? I think it was the year before because that, that year I remember that year because we had courtside seats. Uh, a week after the battles at the palace, my, pa- my parents had courtside seats. Oh, really? Oh, so you gonna see nobody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got like Jamal Tinsley. Like I don't care about Tinsley, and like all like the p- ten day contracts they had to sign really quick. Like people I don't even know. Yeah. But what I did see was um, our test when he when he won his ring, and the first thing he said was, "I got a ring," and Jermaine didn't, and I feel yeah. horrible about it. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. Oh yeah. But. The one thing I've always forgotten was how good Jermaine was. No, oh, he was, that was his team. Yeah, yeah, that was his team, no he, doubt. He probably in his time he was probably top three player, top five player. Oh yeah, they were. He was that good. Yeah, that team was. God, that team was so much fun to watch. And the Colts were good that year, so just like it made the city that much better. Right. Yeah. One thing I was drawing a lot of comparisons to with that team. Was how close it was to. I don't. I don't want to compare them to the Bulls, but they were a lot like the Bulls in my opinion. Reggie was kind of like Jordan. You had the supporting roles, yep, but those had, guys were superstars. You had the the guy you don't want to. The, the great defensive player, the guy you don't want to get in a tussle with our test and uh, Rodman. Rodman, oh, okay. and then Jermaine O'Neal and Pitt, Pittman. Pitt, were, Pippen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could say Stephen Jackson was kind of like. Uh, Jackson was good. Yeah, he was real. Even our test, our test was really good. But our test couldn't play now. I don't think because that's the style, that style of basketball is gone. No, I like I like their whole. I like how Stephen Jackson put it. And he, I think all of them felt the same way. It's like the whole mentality of like they're they're sticking together. They're boys no matter what happens. Yeah, right. I mean, they're gonna stick up. Or oh, our test would have been slaughtered up there had Jackson not gone up there. Oh yeah. 
I my, mean, my question was, and why would you pick a fight with a fucking NBA player or any kind of professional? Not player? even that. Beat your Run our test. Why would you pick a fight with right? Run our test, yeah. knowing his history? Uh, why would you do that? That's what I was thinking the whole time. There's no way I would like even square up to somebody like that. No. How they're like two feet taller. Than <laughs> The funny, the funniest thing, Jesus. not funny. It was, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. Was the guy who threw the water bottle? Was not the guy our test went after. In the no, stand. but that guy squared up. Yeah, dumbass. What well, you? I guess it comes to fight or flight. If someone comes running at you, ready to beat. Yeah, you I'm running. Yeah, if, I don't care. I don't care if it's a bear, a yeah. snake. Run our test. Yeah. Any player from the NBA, the NFL, or Major League Baseball, I'm running away. I as much as I can. You ain't kidding. Shit, shit. Just kick me and get it over with. <laughs> and you see the guy's face clear as day that threw the bottle, and he's sitting there saying he didn't do it. I thought that was hilarious. That guy was a jerk off. Yeah. He's still a jerk off. He like he don't even care. I mean, do we? I don't. I can see it two ways. Do we blame that guy that threw the bottle? I mean, ultimately, he kind of started it. Or yes. Do we, or do we blame the player that went no, to... No, no, you blame it. That went to Ron said, get your foul now. As a fan, <laughs> as, a, sort of, yeah, as a I fan, mean, you have no right whatsoever to throw stuff, yeah. to... Int- I mean, you can jaw if you want, if it's friendly, but that's even over the line anymore. If it, if it wasn't for that water bottle hitting our test... Wallace would have probably gotten a couple beer. Beer. (laughs) Wallace would have gotten a couple game suspension for throwing and having a hissy fit. Our test probably would have gotten a game suspension. Couple game suspension. That would have been over. Yeah, and that would have been the end of it. Yeah, and that's what Reggie said. That one, that one cup of beer changed the whole season. And I'm sure, I'm sure multiple players they do hard fouls every now and then. But at the same time, they were. It was five minutes left in the game or something, and. They're up by what fifteen or more or so. I don't know. It is like why would? Well, there is actually a story behind why he hard fouled. The year before, Wallace gave Artessa hard foul. Yeah, in the play. it was just okay. kind of retaliation yeah. thing. Yeah. But the same thing with pitchers and hitting people. Right. And yeah. And back in the day, that was fine to get you know, hey, a hard foul and back as a you know, I got your back. Okay, cool. Here's a technical. Shoot a couple. Shots. Shoot a couple shots. I mean, it didn't matter. No. Let Wallace get all bent out of shape. Let him shoot his. Let him shoot his yeah. shot, and then they, that just walk off to court. How does a cop not know who Reggie Miller is? Oh, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, "What an asshole!" How do you not know who? Who said that? Somebody said that. How do you not know who was that? Jermaine. Jermaine. <laughs> was like, How do you not it, it know who Jermaine Reggie Miller is? Jackson. Jermaine or Jackson? <laughs> yeah, it was Jackson. It was Stephen yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He said it so funny. <laughs> because a cop. Oh, no. <laughs> a cop came up. It was about to mace either Artest or Miller. No, he was going to mace Miller because he was in a suit. Yeah, yeah. and because he didn't, and the cop even says in the interview, I didn't know who, I didn't know that was Reggie Miller. It's the Pacers. How do you not know who Reggie Miller is? Reggie Miller. Yeah, he's been out there what seventeen years. Yeah, that was like, his, like it was sixteen years. Yeah, and at that time, Reggie Miller is considered one of the probably old heads, one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best players in the league still at that time. Yeah. Even with Kobe and Shaq and everything, if you, yeah. when you made a list in that time, you had to put Miller in the top ten at least. Yeah, and I wasn't decide with the cop there, but it's like cause just because he's, I guess he's from Detroit, he's not in the area, but still, I mean, Reggie's probably been in the in the sports center. Like you would think, he's I mean, there three, four times yeah. a year, uh, more than that, didn't he? And they just played in the playoffs the last year. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the lack of cops. 
How many? Okay. I mean, now, so, no now one, when we go to a Pacers game or a Colts game or any game, yeah, you, you at least see. Tw- There's cops at the racetrack. I mean, they're all over the place. Yeah. But you got to think, why wouldn't they be? I mean, this is Detroit. This is 2004. Like, 9 11's fresh in the mind. Yeah, right? But still, yeah. and it's Detroit. That's what I was yeah. I mean, those fans, and I know those fans are around him and there's bad boys. Why wouldn't you, as a sta- as the. As that's why I said, why weren't the Pistons held accountable? Why? Where's their security? Where's the police? Where you should have a police presence in a basketball game, because people do stupid stuff when they're drunk, especially in Detroit. Nothing against Detroit. I mean, they're they're diehard faithful fans. I love that idea of of a fan base. But if they've got that reputation already, you got to be prepared. The the head of like events or whatever they interviewed for the palace, I forget his position, but he's like the head of events. Yeah. He was a. Uh, he I like how he took some credit or took some blame. Took a lot of the blame, you know. He's like, you got that many fans that late in the game, that much liquor. He's like, I th- I think he said we should have done a better job. They should have done it. You know, back then it was all let's blame the Pacers and and at that thug time. Mentality. Well, there was a thug mentality in the NBA Especially at that in time. The Pacers at that time. Well, they were all getting you know between shots fired and strippers and. That was Jamal and yeah, <laughs> Stephen Jackson was part of that too. Yeah, they were, they were getting in a lot of trouble. But My dad stopped supporting the Pacers when Jamal after that. Come, but push comes to shove. Yeah, should have Artes gone up there? No, but that guy knew what he was doing when he threw the beer. In my opinion. And you can't blame Steven Jackson for going up there to be with his boy. I mean, yeah. that's you can't. You just don't do you that. You can't blame any of them for defending themselves. No, and, and that's uh, that's what a federal judge said to Jermaine O'Neal is he had the right to defend himself. Yeah. He had the right to go to his friend's support and defend him. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's why Stern gave it one day and threw the hammer Stern's, down. He was I, and Stern's the dirtiest. Com- NBA always has dirty commissioners, in my opinion. Well, I found it funny that they talked to Tim Donahue as a referee. I didn't know he was a ref there. I didn't either. Did he have a game? Did he have? Uh, did he have money on the Pistons? You think? Or? I don't know. He might have. For those of you who don't know, Tim Donahue was thrown out of the NBA for betting on games. He was refing. He was, and he was, he was calling because, and he controlled it. I think that there was more than just him betting because yeah. he was. Um, he took the fall. He was. A fall. I, I was a podcast, and I they were talking about him, and it was like sports conspiracies or something, and it's his whole story and how all he had to do, and they used. Uh, they talked about the Pacers and the Knicks, and he talks about how he gets Smiths into foul trouble early on purpose, mm-hmm. so they don't, so they don't cover the spread. I think is essentially what it was about was covering Smith the spread. Smiths was so dominant down low, he had to put him in foul trouble early to not cover the spread. But yeah, yeah, Donnie was crook. I think he had mob ties. I don't think it was just. I don't think that was ever confirmed. But I think I watched a documentary about him, and I don't. And they said he, they believe he had mob ties. Yeah, I think he had mob ties. It was, he had, you know, with a bookie, and that's all mob. Yeah. If you got Especially a bookie, back then, if you got a bookie in New York, that's, that's mob. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way somehow. Yeah, that's just mob tie. That's just the way it is. If I did three other people, but yeah, you'll you'll get All right, let's take a turn, and so this weekend. I decided, well, we we decided to watch Mulan, me and Kimberly. I've never seen, this is the live action Mulan. I've never seen the live action Mulan. And just a few months ago was the first time I ever watched the cartoon Mulan. I loved it. It was really good. 
the live action Mulan has gotten a lot of gets a lot of hate, a lot of do hate, a lot of hate it deserves. But I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. I know this is a hot take, but Mulan is actually an okay movie as a live action movie. My issue with the movie was or my, my thing with the movie was if it didn't have the name Mulan, if it was named anything else and had nothing to do with Mulan as a character, it would have been a better movie. Taking the name Mulan, that movie had a bar, had a level, it had a reach. It didn't have the music. It didn't have the dragon, you know, the comedic relief dragon. It it kind of tried to shy away from the supernatural magic stuff, but it didn't want to shy away enough because it still did the chi. It still did, like, you know, as Kimberly put it, the force because, you know, they were basically using the force in some scenes it looked like. What? You know, they had the phoenix that only what's-her-face Mulan could see, and it had the witch that could transform into bats and an eagle. But... Huh. If it would have shied away from Mulan completely as a name and just been, a, you know, a new Disney princess based in China. Disney has ran out of ideas. Yes, it has. Pixar hasn't. Pixar is still great. But Mulan does not deserve the hate it, deserve, it gets. It does if it's supposed to be Mulan and you just said it ain't. It ain't Mulan. I'm, I'm, it is Mulan. Though. That's the why it's getting hate. I thought it was a good movie, so... It, de- it deserves all the hate it gets, but it doesn't deserve all the hate it gets. I don't know how to put that other than that, and I know that's confusing. Did, have you seen it, Mackie? No. We don't have girlfriends. <laughs> we don't watch movies like that, Chris. I, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, heard, it, I heard it was bad. I heard so it sucked, I too. never watched it. I've probably, probably the lowest on the live-action Disney's movies. Like, Lion <laughs> King was good. I think Lion was King good. was terrible. It was good. What? The, it was actually really the, good. It's it. awful. The cartoon is so much better. I mean, yeah, it's so much better, but the live action is really good. It's better than Mulan live action. <laughs> what about Aladdin? I love Aladdin. Aladdin okay, so my movie. cousin Tyler, right? He, yeah. we, we always argue over... Usually it's Lord of the Rings slash Star Wars argument, which is better all the time. And But last night he tweeted while we're here, because we were talking about... Uh, he said The Dark Knight was the best uh, superhero movie out there ever, which... Very. It's I can't argue that. I can't argue that, but it's I do it three easy. easy. But he says, he says, while we're while we're here, the live action Aladdin should be deleted from the world. It's so bad. The hard drives it lives on should be cast into an <laughs> endless pit of flames. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so. Well, Tim's uh, not going to be able to join us. Someone got stabbed in the hospital. <laughs> no, somebody came in with a stab wound. Didn't he get stabbed in the hospital? Sorry, someone got stabbed and I was tied up. I'm, I read that as someone got stabbed in the hospital. I wish I could send a picture of this floor. If he, he was tied up, that's kinky. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why Mulan is not good. Man, what, kind of, what kind of stuff is Tim doing? Right? <laughs> Um. All right. So, Chris, did yes. you watch Star Trek Lower Decks season two? I'm not, dude. Where I haven't been home. It's only thirty minutes out of your day. It was. You could have watched it all weekend. When was I home all weekend? When you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could play IndyCar qualified. So I went to the. I went to the to the uh, the speedway. The Indianapolis Motor Speedway Friday and Saturday. So Friday was qualifying for the IndyCars. It didn't start till seven o'clock. 
So by the time we got home or zoomed through Chick-fil-A, which has the best chicken sandwich ever, Chris. I'm going there tomorrow after my doctor's appointment. Um, by the time I got home, it was like 9-something, and we had to be up at 5.30 for the gates to open at 7 because we had general admission seats for the IndyCar race on Sunday or Saturday, and you got to get to the to the spectator mound fast. So, no, I haven't watched Lord. I planned to watch my other show and finish that off today. So, no, I haven't had a chance. I did see it was... It was up. It's okay. It, Don't um, tell me about it. Let's not talk I'm, about it. I'm just gonna say it starts off amazingly. It's hilarious. I laughed through the entire 30 minute episode. Is it just one? It's just the first episode. It's just the first episode. Okay, then I'm not. I'm only an episode behind. I know. I'm just. I'm just letting everybody, all our loyal fans know that the new season's up because we were big on the show last year. Um. So I'm. <laughs> it was really good. All right, Chris. Hold on. 18 oh. minutes ago, sources say. Cubs Red Cubs Reds twenty two Field of Dreams game August eleventh. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, that's gonna suck balls because there's nobody good on the Cubs anymore. <laughs> it'd be cool to see, at least I was hoping they'd do another game there. I mean, why not? They put so much money into it, right? They should have everybody play there at least once. I mean, at least all the like classic teams. They saw how much mon- how good it can do, so they're probably gonna do it again. Oh man. Okay, so back to podcasting. I just well, thought I was, I say, was you, excited. You, let's use that as a transition. Transition. Talk. Let's talk about Field of Dreams. Okay, so Thursday, what was it? The twelfth. Yes. Twelfth. Yes. The twelfth of August was yes. the first uh, game they uh, MLB game that uh, they played at the Field of Dreams um, area. I forget what. Iowa, what city in Iowa it was, but uh, it's where they filmed the movie Field of Dreams, but it's not on the same field. They built a bigger field right behind it. Right, that's what I heard. Uh, and it looked fantastic. It was amazing the way they did everything. Kevin Costner, the actor in Field of Dreams, he threw out the first pitch. He walked out from the cornfield, uh, and they had the music playing. And I had goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so they had the music playing. He just did all his theatrical. What the hell, dude? What are you. <laughs> he had his theatrical, uh, like, acting face on. He looked around. And uh, then it came to the point at the music, perfect timing. All the players from the no, White Sox and the Yankees like walked out from the cornfield. Oh, I did. I about need a new pair of shorts there. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was so cool. Uh, the game was absolutely fantastic. I mean, beautiful view. Stop. There's only like... <laughs> All right. There's only like... Uh, the crowd there was kind of minimal. I mean, it was packed to 10,000 compared to 40,000 that you would normally get out of a normal baseball park. But Right. Um, the... And, oh man, so cool. Uh, so then we had, they had, I mean, people, uh, there, when the lights went down, or the sun went down, lights came on, I mean, there were so many home runs. So there was, uh, <laughs> there were seven home runs. They Jeez. were crushed. Jeez, really? Going into, like, just going into the uh, cornfield. It was freaking awesome. 
Yeah. It, it's such a good game, too. Was it a shorter field or no, something? No, it was. it was, had the same dimensions of, like, a... It was based off another field. I forget what that was, but it basically the same dimensions okay. of that one. Um, I mean, players could actually, like, if they wanted to, they could probably run into the cornfield, but you weren't going to catch up to those bombs. They were crushed. Really? Those home runs. And, uh... It was actually a really good game, too, because it ended... Uh, it was a walk-off. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Walk-off home run. And I guess it did help that I won, like, $150 off of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> you awesome. posted a screenshot of your bets, and I was like, yeah. I have a feeling I should copy them, but I didn't. Yeah. And I'm so mad at myself. Well, it, it helped because, like, uh, FanDuel had a, a promotion, like, for every home run they'd uh, give you $5. So, seven home runs, I got $35 off of it. The max was $35. So, like, you know how many people probably bet, use that promo, put $25 You know what? Whether they, whether they won or not, I mean, they would have made 10 bucks off of it with the yeah. promo money. Right. I mean, Pat McAfee, as Pat McAfee says, we want to make FanDuel go bankrupt. Yeah, Here's, I mean... That was your chance. Yeah, it was... It's such a beta game, and I'm so excited that they've decided to put the Cubs and Reds or any other team. I wouldn't watch. Any, I would watch any other team. There. I don't even care if I have money on it. It's, it's such a beautiful like park. Should they were they in their like classic uniforms? Yeah, yeah. Throwbacks. Oh yeah. Yeah. The only thing, and I know somebody tweeted about it, and I agree with them. They were on yeah, very throwback uniforms, but you get a freaking Nike swoosh right there. Can't Nike just like. Not put it on a uniform just once. Just once. Just make it look as real as real can be. Put a swoosh in the infield or put a swoosh or behind home plate. like on the sleeve or something, not like right there on the chest. It was right there on the chest, and it just seemed out of place with the whole, you know, just say brought to you by Nike. I mean, I know you're looking for free advertisement, but make it look as real as possible. Either that or make it the same color as the jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's a white jersey, just make it white. it out a little bit. Make it make it noticeable, oh, yeah. but not noticeable. Yeah. So they're doing another one, and it was amazing. All right. What they say, August? What was it? August? They said, "Is it gonna be this year?" No, next year. Oh shit! I thought it was gonna be this year. <sighs> Gotta wait another year, Mikey. Well, of course they would have put the Cubs in this year. They're they're on an eleven game losing streak. So sad. <laughs> Probably twelve today. So. <laughs> <laughs> We won't. Uh, we won't live. They won't that be in last place in the central. So, the pirates already sealed that. Probably. They never know, though. Pirates might go on a heater. Cubs. There you go. Be. Pirates are kind of secretly my team that I kind of paid used to pay attention to, back when uh, McCutcheon was on the oh, team. Yeah. Well, I like McCutcheon After a while. <laughs> yeah. Back when McCutcheon was good. Well, he's not bad still. But is he on the Giants still? I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. I thought he was on the Phillies, but that might have changed. All right. Chris? Yeah. Our our resident F-boy, tell us about F-boy Island. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Bring, talk about something else. <laughs> okay. Seriously. No, no, seriously. Like, find something else to talk about for a second. All right. Seven Deadly Sins, Mikey. Oh, great. Uh, so, I was recommended Seven Deadly Sins for quite some time now. Um, I could have watched Friday Night Lights. I've never seen that, but I decided to watch an anime because it's about that time. 
Um, I haven't watched anime in a while, so Seven Deadly Sins was the next on my list. I'm only four episodes in, um, and I was talking to uh, Zach, who uh, who uh, recommended this to me that I started it, and he was like, "Zach, as in our Zach? No, as in Jim Zach. Jim Zach. Okay. Jim Zach. So, like uh, Zach doesn't watch. Yeah." Uh, he, and he he said something that pretty rang true. Like you did not, ex- I, I was like, I did not expect to see it like that way it turned and how what direction it's going. Especially four episodes in, it's like, okay, I'm hooked already. It's like you maybe like second or third episode. I mean, you're you're pretty much hooked and you want to watch more. But mm-hmm. it it took it in a direction where I did not think like, oh, you think these seven I mean today's culture you think these seven deadly sins they're always told to you like these are bad things well in the movie it's quite opposite almost it seems and even like in these holy nights I mean you think like uh, like video games and even the books and stuff they the holy templars I guess you could say like they're they're supposed to be good but well in, in this they're quite the opposite it's like Okay, what direction is this this anime going? It's like I want to see where it's going, and it seems really good. Uh, I like I like the animation; it's kind of different than really anything else. Hmm. Um, it's kind of a brighter. Yeah, you can animation. say that. It's, it seems rounder too. I don't know if you can say rounder. But I I know what you mean I by looking know. at the you know some images. It looks yeah, it looks childish almost. It's yeah. Not, it's not like your, your serious anime like uh, Bleach or uh, like Death Note or something. It's not Attack like, on Titan. Attack on Titan. It's not like something serious like that. I mean, it's five seasons. Okay. That's yeah, there's enough. fighting and uh, I guess you could say blood and, and powers and supernatural stuff, but it's. It seems really cool, and uh, there's five seasons of it, so I'll be, I'll be watching it for quite some time. It's on uh, Netflix. Yes. Okay. And they have, which I I like to watch shows with subtitles, but um, it does have English uh, actor uh, voice actors or uh, what is it? It's dubbed. It's dubbed in English. Okay. But you could also watch it in Japanese and with English subtitles, <coughs> but. I usually put on subtitles, but like with the English dubbed and the subtitles, it's it's off. And well, it, it, always, me. it always it bothers is. me so much, so I had to turn off the subtitles because I'm just like, that's not what they said. They said it, it's, it's the same thing. It means yeah. the same thing, but it's not what they said. So it it bothers me, so I had to turn it off. Yeah, they. I think. I think I remember, someone told me that. I think Dragon Ball, the story. I don't know if it's Dragon Ball yeah. or another one. The story's yeah. actually changed a little bit just because uh-huh. they. Translation issues. <laughs> Cat. Um, so, I also started a new anime lately. It's called Assassination Classroom. And it's only two seasons. And it's... I don't think they're making it anymore from what I can tell. Basically, it's an alien blows up the moon and decides to become a teacher of this classroom of, of, of assassins. And they have a year to kill him or he's going to blow up the earth. And do you think it's going to be a serious, uh, you know, show? 
No, it's very lighthearted, and they're becoming friends with this alien thing, and it's it's really fun. It's a really fun uh, show. Um, I suggest it. It's lighthearted. It's easy to watch. I have it on in the background, you know, when I'm doing other things. So you don't really. So far, I haven't had to pay attention to every episode, you know, to know what's happening. It's not like. Um, my hero where if you miss certain episodes if you miss them there goes the entire story but it's it's a good show I don't I don't really have much more to say on it other than that I know that's kind of bad of me but oh well another um, lighthearted one which I haven't watched in a while I, I watched the full season I watched the first season but I just couldn't get the second season because it was basically the same idea uh, and I know Tim suggested this and it's probably it's eighteen plus, of course. It's uh, Food Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember so, Tim. I remember last yeah. year Tim suggested. I only got like two episodes in because it yeah. was so. I did watch the whole first season. But it was like it wasn't. It was funny. It's just something put on the background. Yeah, I I've always. If anything could happen to me, I want when I when I bite into a sandwich or something. Yes. I want what happens in that show to right. happen to me. Yeah. That makes you love food that much better. I know. <laughs> you ready, Chris, or are you still... Yeah, yeah. All right. Take us off with F-Boy Island. Okay. Hang on a second. <laughs> I, I just got some bad news, so... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so... Um, F-Boy Island. Okay, so there's... <laughs> this shows a train wreck, which I love train wreck dating shows. So what they do is they put... Three hot women. It's Nikki Glaser has is the executive producer of this show, and she hosts it. So it's a ten episode deal. It's on HBO Max. So what they do is they take three hot women and they put them on an island with twenty four guys. You have twelve f boys and twelve nice guys, and they don't know which is which. So they eliminate at, in the early stages of the show. They eliminate like three guys. And at that time, they, they tell them if they're an F-boy or a nice guy. So every F-boy that gets eliminated gets put in this really nice house on the island still, right? And all the F-boys gets put in this compound. Be, and, and, like, it's outside. Like, they sleep on cots. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Because so, they're F-boys. So... You said, you said the, so the nice guys that get eliminated, they stay on the island in a nice house. Yes. And then the F boys that go to the bad house. Yeah, like a compound where they when sleep on. When they're not eliminated, where do they all stay? In they the stay bed? in a nice house together. Yeah, okay, and yeah. With, and then you have these three women. So they go out on dates, and it's a process of elimination. And then eventually, this is just, I am you know, women are stupid when it comes to F boys because this guy was an F boy, and they're like, oh, I'm so surprised. How could you not notice this guy was a douchebag from the start? I could, you could so tell the difference between an f boy and a nice guy. It was yeah. ridiculous. I mean, there were a few shady ones that you couldn't tell, but then they start. Then they, they finally they tell them whether they're an f boy or a nice guy. So they know before they start eliminating more guys. Like halfway through the competition, they start saying they know who's an f boy and then who's a nice guy. And of course, you hear the same shit. Every single time, which is, well, he's an F boy, but 
he could change. It's like, you yeah. dumb bitch. You're like, he's not going to change. You know why? Because this is a competition and yeah. you are the trophy. It's the yeah. same thing for him every weekend. Why do you think this is going to change? Plus, there's money on the line. There's $100,000 for the winner at the end of the show, right? So, should I spoil this? Because y'all ain't going to watch so, this anyway, right? Who, who would be declared the winner? Like, who would, does it say there's three girls? There's three girls. They, they so, pick a guy to date. Each, so. so, at the end, which I watched the final episode tonight. So, they're down to two guys each. One's an F-boy and one's a nice guy. That's how it just played out, where they picked an F-boy and a nice guy. So there's six guys left. And they and they, they, they each they chose they each have two to pick from. Okay. That they've you know they've gone out on dates with and stuff. Yeah. So um so they pick, you know, they decide whether they want an F boy or a nice guy, blah 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 blah. So here's the deal. If um if the girl chooses a nice guy, they get a hundred thousand dollars to split. I think I know where this is going. If she chooses the F boy, the F boy gets the it all. The F boy right? gets all oh, of it, and he can decide oh, if, oh, if he wants to split or not. He would have to. Oh, dude, he was gonna. So, so, so they, they, they do. And this one guy was, his name was CJ and he was a total douchebag <laughs> at the start. And of course he's, she's like, oh, I'm so torn. What should I choose? I really like CJ. The guy's a dick. Don't pick him. Pick the, oh, so, so, so there's this girl, Casey. She's real pretty. And she, she picks a nice guy. So thank God, right? So then this girl, Sarah. Sarah and so you got Sarah. He's got, she's got, um, uh, she's got Garrett. And she's got, Garrett is the, of course, Garrett's an F boy. <laughs> just by the name, yeah. Garrett, he's going to be an F boy. And she's, or she's got, she could choose the nice guy, right? So she's like, oh, we really opened up last night, blah, 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 blah. So she chooses Garrett, right? Can I, can I take a wild guess what Garrett does? Takes the money and runs? Garrett takes the money and runs. And it was so hysterical. I was like, you stupid bitch. How could you? You knew he was yeah, an F-boy. And if I was that nice guy, I'd be like, fuck you. So bitch. then the, the – Because he can, he can either split it with her or take the money and break off. And he doesn't have to date her after the show. So then the third girl – and this is the thing that you notice that – so, when the F boy didn't get chosen, he's like, "Oh, I wish you nothing but the best." Blah 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 blah. And then, when Garrett gets chosen over the nice guy, the F boy, the nice guy's like, he's like heartbroken. You know, he's truly upset about it. And she's like, "You know, I, I, I you know, she picked the wrong guy, which she did pick the wrong guy." So then they get to the third chick, and she picks the F boy. But and this F boy, I don't see how this one's gonna last because this F boy is all over the place. He's telling her that he loves her, then he likes her, then he loves her, then he's like, they ain't going to last because she ain't going to put up with this shit for too long before she dumps this guy. Plus, he lives in Miami and she lives in Los Angeles. But the twist was, okay, Garrett gets the $100,000 and the chick gets nothing, right? Well, they don't think they should reward douchebags, which is essentially what, what she did. So he has to take the $100,000 and donate it to a charity of the girl's choice. <laughs> so he walks away with nothing. But he told her, he's like, this is a game show. I came to win. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, you know, I'm not ready to date right now and be in a relationship. I just played the game. And I was like, and the other girl, CJ, that picked the nice guy, she's like, you're an asshole. You're a dick. Why? How did you not see this coming a mile away? I could see this coming so far away. I knew she was going to pick the asshole, and she did because they always pick the asshole. 
Every single time. That's yeah. why nice guys finish last. Yeah. Then they always go crying to the nice guy who's their friend because they friend zoned them. And they're like, uh, uh, well, then that's what you get. I'm pretty sure I've seen, like, on the batch, on the Bachelorette, there's bachelors on there that already have a girlfriend, and they're in the competition. Yeah, they're, they're in it for the money. They just broke up. The, the, the two douchebags, one, Garrett, he broke up with his girlfriend before he went on the show, and so did this other guy that didn't get chosen. Yeah. So they bring back, like, all... So what the, was beauty of it was, so they bring back all the nice guys and the F-boys, and they bring them back... And they can ask them questions about the guys that are left, and they're like, "Yeah, I, the, the, CJ, the F boy, he was, or uh, yeah, the F boy that didn't get chosen. He's like, he he told the he told his buddy that he thought that this girl looked like a, a, a low profile escort. <laughs> so they tell her this. So she's got all this. She's like, "You said that about me. You didn't even know me. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, he plays that crap on it." So that was the beauty of it. Like these guys come back and just trash talk him. And it's like, well, he had a girlfriend too. And, and this guy had a girlfriend. Well, we, we FaceTimed her and he said that there was an amical split. And they, like all the guys that were the nice guys on, they got kicked off the island essentially. We were like, yeah, we don't believe him. We think that she, we think she was in on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a question. I haven't seen it, but are the nice guys, are they all kind of good-looking guys? They're all good-looking guys, okay, I wanted, yes. I, didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that like all the good-looking, or all the nice guys weren't like, you know, me. No. <laughs> no, they weren't us. They okay. were, they were, you know, they were... Beach guys. They were beach guys, yeah. Cali guys, but Miami got, guys. Got the, but the, the F-boys are so douchey, like... It's like turned up. You, yeah, I don't know. Bro. How can you not? I mean, they say all the right stuff. Anything. And this one girl's like, well, he told me everything that I wanted to hear from him. I'm like, you dumb That's bitch. It's because he's playing the game. He knows what to say to you. Oh, Quit man. falling for it. Oh, man. So one girl left empty handed and then two girls left with a, a date. But I don't know. It was just, it's hysterical and funny. And you yell stupid things. You're like, you dumb bitch. You don't know how many times I yelled that at the TV. Because... <laughs> And I I don't and I love women, but I just think that I'm tired of them. You know, the beauty. It's it, the show's proof that beauty is only skin deep. It really is. And of course, guys want the most gorgeous. You know, I'm a realist. I know I'm not going to date a supermodel. I'm not going to date out of my league. I ain't. You know what I mean? So I mean, these are beautiful women. So obviously, they can get any guy they want. But it's just proof that the f boys are out there. They're real. And this is the way they treat women, and you've got to stop falling for stuff like this. But there's some bugly F boys out there, I'm sure, too. I don't know. The rich ones. <laughs> so that's F Boy Island. I mean, they call them F Boys for a reason. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's a good show, though. I enjoyed it. How'd you watch it? It's on HBO Max. All 10 episodes are available now. Right now. Um, watch it. I'll put it up. I just got the new log or the login information. I can put it on the TV in here. Oh, okay. um, plus, I'll put Funimation on in there. I don't know what else. Anyways, do you want to talk Val Kilmer or do you want to? No, take yeah, let's talk about Val Kilmer. So Val Kilmer is a documentary, and he can't talk anymore. He's got a. He's like Ned. He's like Ned from South Park. So he had, he had he cancer. Okay. Yeah. So his son does the talking for him. He, oh, yeah. His son narrates the documentary for him. And he talks about how he got started and his career. And it's, it's really, really good. And he talks about when he got the call for Batman. And he took it without even reading the script. 
Batman. He was. He was a very good Batman. And uh, so he took it because he says every kid wants to be Batman. Oh, yeah. Right? Every, every, every yeah. kid growing up wants to be Batman. And so he gets there and he plays Batman. And then he realizes he's not Batman. He's the guy in the suit. The suit is Batman. And he had a hard time standing because the suit was so stiff. And he'd lose his balance a lot. And he was just the guy in the suit. And that's why he didn't replay it again. And he says, every, every kid wants to be Batman. But nobody wants to play Batman. There's a big difference. And he made a valid point. Why would you want to play Batman? You don't want to play Batman. You want to be Batman. You want to own that character. And he couldn't own that character because all they cared about in production and everything it had to do with the suit. It had to do with the suit. It didn't have anything to do with the character inside the suit. And that bothered him. You mean like talk about the lines he had or like Yeah, it was just he just he just didn't he didn't feel like I mean, when he played Morrison in the doors, he was Jim Morrison. Yeah. When he's Iceman, he they purposely when they did when they did Top Gun, those guys, him and and Hollywood and all those, they broke away from Tom Cruise and them and they did it on purpose because it it plays better on the screen. So he was the douchey guy on purpose. He's Tom Cruise is one of his best friends. He loves Tom Cruise. Yeah. But he treated him kind of shitty during Top Gun. Because he owned that role as Iceman. That's he's the way a, Iceman was. He's a very, very method actor. Right. I mean, he's not like that, but he just felt it was better. To, it comes across the screen better in certain roles like that, and that makes perfect sense. So he did. He he. So he turned down the second Bat- Batman role, and then of course he was on. He did the Island of Doctor Moreau, which he was excited to play with Marlon Brando, and it went to a director change. I didn't know this. It went to a director change. And Brando was hardly ever on set. They used a lot of body doubles because his face was painted white and you couldn't tell it was him or not. Um, so he just really didn't want to be there. So he kind of mailed in the the uh, the the performance. And it's funny because they show him at a comic book convention somewhere. And, you know, we thought he was kind of quirky and weird when we saw the pictures at Comic-Con in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. He really loves his fans. He really does. And um, it's funny, the amount of people, it just over and over again, can you write, you can be my wingman anytime. So that's how he'll sign it. You can be my wingman anytime, Val Kilmer. And, uh, but he really does, he gets tired though, really. And so if you're in line to see Val Kilmer and they will just, he's like, I've got to take a break. And he will cut it off right there. And he will be gone an hour, two hours, because he's got to take a nap. Mm -hmm. He just gets worn out. So I think people see that as he think they think he's weird and eccentric, and he's not. Mm-hmm. It's just this is what he has to do now because he's got this trach in his in his you know his his throat, and he just seems to be a real quiet. He keeps to himself, and um, he did it. He wrote a one man play about uh, um, Mark Twain, and he toured the country in a one man play as Mark Twain. One man play. Yeah, he wrote it himself, and he was Mark Twain. I mean, he had the get up, the wig, and it was really funny. And um, it, it, that's when he started the sickness. He started throwing up blood and stuff, and you know, and he he contributed himself a lot with Mark Twain because Mark Twain had lost a daughter. Um, Val Kilmer lost his younger brother. His younger brother had a uh, an epileptic fit in the pool, and he drowned, or the hot tub, and he oh, drowned. Shit. 
when they were teenagers. So um, he he toured the country. Mark Twain had to tour the country and write because he was broke. Val Kilmer had to do the same thing because of his divorce. He had to go tour because he had to pay for his divorce, basically, and start all over again. So he saw a lot of similarities between him and Mark Twain. So um, it's a great documentary. I have a whole new respect for Val Kilmer. I've always been a Val Kilmer fan anyway. Sure. And he does these little call like when he there's a, I first remember him from Real Genius, where he plays this uh, college genius, and he takes in this high school kid under his wing, and they're build they're, they're they're trying to build a laser. Well, the teacher has got a contract with the government, and they got these nerds to build a laser to just evaporate people from Earth. That's basically what the, <laughs> what the movie's about. And um, he's got a picture that his brother drew because his brother would make movies. His little brother would make movies with this camera and they would make these stupid movies when they were kids and stuff and skits and stuff. So he would do drawings and stuff and he's got his brother's drawing up on the wall in the movie. And they kind of point that out, this brother that had passed away. So it's really neat. It's a really good documentary. I got a whole new respect for Val Kilmer. Um, I think it's on Amazon. I think. I don't know. I I watched it on my... I think I only knew him from, of course, Top Gun. I don't... I'd have to look and see if I really... No, he's got a good. He did the. He's done a lot. He did this instead of doing the Batman movie. He went and did the Saint, which he liked because the Saint was an old uh, Roger Moore TV show, mm-hmm. and he got to play different characters in the movie because he was dressing up as undercover, and he enjoyed doing that more. And that's a good movie. Don't sleep on the Saint. It's really good. And also, um, Willow, which is where he met his wife, Joanne Wally Kilmer. Um, Willow is on Disney. Disney Plus, and it's a fantasy movie. It's really, really, really good. You guys would, I, I know you guys would like it. If you guys like Game of Thrones, you'd like Willow. So I highly recommend watching Willow. He started acting, his first at movie, credited movie, was Top, Top Secret. Top Secret, yeah. And then it was Real Genius. In 84. Yeah. yeah. And then Top Gun was his third movie. Uh huh. He's in the new Top Gun. And you know how he flips he the. He plays Admiral I. Tom Iceman. Yes. I didn't know he was an actor. Yeah, I knew he was going to be it. Um, so, in it's funny because in... Oh. Um, He's a big rumor. Yes. <laughs> he, um, in in Real Genius, he flips quarters through his fingers, yeah. right? Top Gun, he flips a pin. And then I think he flips a coin in uh, Tombstone as well. Well, they're showing him before an autograph session, and he's got... A sharpie right and he flips this sharpie and so it must be just something that he's always done that he kind of incorporates into his characters in the movies so it must be like a nervous tick but he can flip a pin through his hands so um check it out please check it out it's really 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 good i highly recommend it and he says on how'd you watch it i watched it on my uh on my app (laughs) but I think it's on Amazon I can look it up right now it's just called Val it's yeah it's so good yeah it's on Amazon yeah I highly recommend it um speaking I know you brought up Comic Con but speaking of Indie Comic Con there was a lot of announcements this this, uh, weekend about people coming to be uh, special guests and I'm really excited for a couple of them the uh, the one you brought up today I'm gonna. She's a plays in Agents of Shield. I think she plays the main girl in Agents of Shield. Yes. Elizabeth Henstridge. 
I'm, is that I'm, Natasha Henstrich's sister? I have no idea. I don't know who she is. She was uh, um, the alien chick in that one movie. What was it? Um, There's a lot of movies with alien chicks. Species. Oh, maybe. That's a weird alien one. Speaking of... And she was also the substitute teacher in South Park that, <laughs> Win- that Wendy sent to the Middle East because she hated her. <laughs> Sir Tim quoting that, that episode for some reason. Because he, I know he would. He would know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so who is it? What's her name? Something Henstridge? What? Elizabeth Henstridge. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Mostly known for Agents of Shield, which is a which is an underrated show. But I couldn't get past the first season. Yeah, I watched it when it first came out, and then I was just like, okay, that's yeah. it. It's not um, what I thought it was going to be. But it was, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. She is not related to Natasha Henstridge. So. Just the same last name. Same last name, yes. Um, another announcement was Bruce Boxletner. Yeah. He played in the original Tron. Yes. Wasn't he in, uh, like, a Babylon? Not a Babylon show. He was in a space show. Um, let me look. He was in the new Tron also. No. Babylon 5. He was in Babylon 5. He was President John. There Bates. you go. I Karen. knew he was in a, a space Babylon show. Babylon 5 <laughs> is an underrated sci-fi show. It's on HBO, and it's on my watch list, and I'm going to watch it. I've just heard so many good things about Sheldon it. talks about Babylon 5 all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes Star Trek Deep Space 9 takes a lot from Babylon 5, but they don't but they So take, they ripped it, it off. They don't rip it off. They take a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of similarities, but there's enough differences. Cuz they ripped it off. They they co- hey, hey bro, let me copy your work. Yeah. <laughs> you right. You change it up enough. Yeah. Flips the flag the other way. Um Speaking of Star Trek, Gates McFadden, Doctor Crusher from uh, um, the Next Generation is going to be there. Fifty dollars photo. Patches are who the hand? <laughs> is that really the same guy? No. Oh, okay. Gates McFadden is a girl. Oh, okay. Patches are who the hands? The coach from dodgeball yeah, I know. in the wheelchair i just think it sounds similar gates uh, mcfadden okay. patches O'Hulahan, are they related all right <laughs> the legend himself will uh william shatner is gonna be there freaking shatnering it up if i ever got like if i wanted if like if i ever got to meet like uh, a celebrity like that who's been in so much but like i would i want to talk to him about like something like he's not well known for like if i were to meet keanu reeves i would say something about his 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 uh, band star dog no like him and the replacements i love shane falco oh that was a good movie yeah or like and i and i've heard uh bill and ted yeah yeah oh that's a big one i'm i'm not a lot i'm sure not a lot of people go up to keanu reeves like hey what's up shane falco or something They'd Wait, what was he? What was the one when he was in with the water with the, uh, um, what's his what, name? What do you? What water? Water world? No, no. <laughs> no. Kevin Costner. That was, a good movie. <laughs> that was it actually was a good movie. That was a really. Good it was it was a good movie. Or like, uh, or when people, I know I've heard a story. Point of, Break. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, Point Break was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I've heard a, a story of like uh, someone meeting Jamie Foxx and they'd ask him they, they said like hey you're like my favorite like second string quarterback or something because he played a quarterback in I forget what movie oh uh, Any Given Sunday yes was yeah, it yeah, yeah. was that Any Given Sunday yeah, yeah. okay well yeah 
and you and like Jamie Foxx is like mad. Give that dude mad respect. Like like hey thanks. Like no one no one ever goes up to Jamie Foxx and be like hey I loved your I loved what you did as a QB or. Even if they need it or not, yeah, he was, like he, yeah. he Keanu Reeves was every day. Keanu Reeves was Donnie Barksdale in the gift. So whatever William Shatner's not really known for, maybe like one of his commercials. TJ Hooker. Right? <laughs> Miscongeniality. <laughs> I know. Oh. I was in Dracula. I don't, point break. I'm gonna find what this movie and is. Honestly, his photos and autographs aren't that much. It's a hundred dollars for a photograph and a hundred dollars for an autograph. Let me tell you my time. Which I'm, honestly is not that bad compared to like when you go to San Diego Comic Con, you could be spending up to three hundred, four hundred dollars for a photo op. Chain reaction. I mean, can you bring your own? Like, I don't know. Yeah, they'll, they'll sign it, but you got to, uh, you got to like, they'll pay like a different fee. It's yeah, kind of- I, was, I was sure with like COVID or something. I don't know if you can bring like your own, like maybe like a like a shirt or something. Yeah, you could. You can um, take whatever you want up there to yeah. sign, and they also have stuff up there you can buy. And yeah, of sign course. Keanu Reeves was in with Morgan Freeman. And Rachel Wise in Chain Reaction. It's a very good movie. So I saw. I saw. I saw Shatner do a talk down in Gainesville, the University of Florida. Yeah. And all these people were there, and of course, you know, all the Chris's were there in their Star Trek uniforms, and you know. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, have you ever kissed a girl? So Shatner said he's giving this talk, right? So he announces that he's like, um, I'm not going to be signing autographs after this talk. He says, we just want to make that announcement. And like half the people got up and left because that was the only reason they were there. They thought he would do a talk and then he would sign autographs. He'd have been there for like 16 hours probably. There was a lot of people. This was where UF plays uh, basketball basically. So, um, But he gave this talk and he just tells these great – he's a great storyteller. But I just found that funny that, and and it was my generation of kids. This is you know mid. I was probably twenty two, I think, at the time. And it was like you know Star Star Trek. You know everybody cheered. Then they said T J Hooker, and the place went nuts because he played this cheesy cop. Like he did the roles, you know, and pointed the gun and <laughs> went over the the hood of the car. And it was the whole nine years. It was typical eighties cop T J Hooker. But he was he was huge in that role as you know. So that's my way. I saw William Shatner give a, a, a speech just telling stories. Um, that would have been awesome. It was pretty cool. Actually, it was really cool. Are, are these are they there the whole weekend or just like one day? Um, it depends. Most of them are there. Usually, I'm sure they have a lot of other stuff to do. They don't yeah. want to be there whole. Weekend. Most of them are there for two days, two three days. How many times Shatner? Three days or three days? Yeah. Shatner's only there Friday Saturday. Oh, okay. Wow. But like Kevin Nash, he's there all weekend. Yes. And Chandler Riggs is there. Chandler Riggs, who played Carl, Coral, Coral. from uh, Walking <laughs> Dead, he's there all three days. That's $40 for a picture and autograph with him. What about Kevin Nash? Nash? $40. There you go. I could meet Kevin Nash. Everyone else is 50 bucks. so Gates, Bruce, and Elizabeth. William, I understand William being the most expensive. He's the biggest actor that they've announced. But they've also said there's going to be a bunch more coming. Well, that's what I was wondering. Because Indie Comic Con is the first, one of the first big cons out of COVID. And plus, Indiana doesn't care about COVID anymore. Yeah, I look at my foot. I've, I've never, like, met a celebrity or, like, an athlete. Or, really? Yeah. When I met, uh, oh, God, what's his name? The guy that does Goku's voice. Uh, Sean, Sean Schimmel. Sean, okay. He was one of the most down to earth people I ever met. I had a, you remember my Hodor shirt? Yeah. 
we talked about Game of Thrones for about five minutes. What? Is that that much time? It, it wasn't because <laughs> they do. If they if it's something off the wall and it's something they don't normally see, they'll talk to you. Yeah. Because yeah. he. I've got a story about this too. To, the person in front of me was in line. He talked to me. With me, he talked to me when I was walking away. We were still talking. Cause that was the episode Hodor died. Oh, was yeah. when I got was the was that weekend. Oh man! So we were. Yeah. That was big news. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've only yeah. met. I met. That's something you always remember too. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just remember Francis. how down to earth and a nice guy he was. I've met fam- three famous. I've met Ashley Judd, which she was kind of a bitch. <laughs> she was. I mean, there's no salt. There's no. They're s- getting inducted into. The, uh, I heard that today. They're getting the Judds. They're getting inducted into the country's music hall of fame. She was. She's just not a very nice person. Next um, year, I met Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, McLovin, whatever his name was on. Uh, oh yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that guy? Yeah. yeah. He was really cool. He's a nice guy. I think he said they love it. I was like, you bet him. <laughs> and, I, and I met Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's pretty which cool. Which is freaking awesome. People are like, is he short? I'm like, I don't know. I felt like an eight-year-old kid meeting Rocky right. Balboa. He seemed like he was 20 feet tall. Let's talk about the creme de la creme, the guy that made the room. Yes, Tommy Wiseau. I met, Tom, I met Tommy Wiseau, yes. Last year, well, pre-COVID, December of 19, pre-COVID, they had a showing of the room in Indianapolis. and It was a meet and greet. No way. Yeah, so I got a, I bought a script of the room and I got it autographed. And I was telling him because cool. I'm trying to make this documentary about my family and the Indy 500, but you know financial issues. Sure. It's like anything. So I was telling him I was making a, a documentary, and he says, you know, he says I'm, I'm not going to tell you good luck because he says that's just cheesy. Everybody yeah. tells you. It. He says just keep working hard and you and just keep doing it. And he says you'll you'll do good. And I was like, that was kind of cool yeah, to that's say. Like almost like the best advice. Yeah. He's just like, keep working like, on it. You know, that's all he said. Kept doing it, you know. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, because like saying like, good luck, that's just like, ah, oh, just get out of here. Yeah, so, it's exactly yeah. right. So he took that like, time. Yeah. And my other celebrity thing, you was talking about your Hodor shirt. So I was in Orlando one day when I lived in Florida, just goofing off. And I was listening to the rock station, an all rock station. And they say, um, Seven Dust is in town, and they're signing autographs at the Virgin Megastore downtown Disney, which the Virgin Megastore was like a record store. They sold they sold vinyl even back then. This is the early 2000s. They had vinyl. They had music, movies, books. They had a coffee shop, video games. It's a great big two-story media store. So I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should go over there and meet Seven Dust. That was kind of cool. So I'm in a Peyton Manning jersey and a, and a hat. And I get there, and I get in line to meet Seven, buy my CD, get in line to meet Seven Dust. And I'm surrounded by every goth kid within a 60-mile radius of the Orlando area, you know, because Seven Dust is, you know, all rock. and They're all in black jeans. It's like 90 degrees outside. They're in black jeans and black shirts with their their chokers, you know, with the spikes and, and everything, you know. I'm there in a Peyton Manning jersey. So I, I you stand get, out. <laughs> right? Well, this is the so I get up there and I'm meeting the guys and it's their guitar player, and he goes, "Hey, Peyton Manning, what's up?" And I was like, "I said, yeah, I'm doing all right." I said, "I wish I for some reason that's the dumbest thing I thought I ever said." I said, "I wish I had him in my fantasy league." That's the first thing I said, and I'm like, "Why did I oh, say good. that?" Yeah, right. He goes, "I've got him in my fantasy league." I said, "Really?" I said, he says, yeah. He says, he's killing it. I said, you know, I said, I've got Marvin Harrison. I said, but he's not throwing to him this year. He says, I'm not getting any points from him. He says, I have the same problem. Because he says, I got, I've got two leagues, and I've got Marvin Harrison in my other league, and he's not giving me points either. Yeah. I was thinking about trading him. So we're talking about fantasy football. <laughs> and I'm holding the lineup because we're talking about fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm people behind you like, hey, what's the keys are doing? But I was like, 
I thought, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, everybody goes up there and says, "Oh, I love this song. Oh, I love your music. Yeah. Oh, I love this." So there's that nice break yeah. from just hearing everything that you can just talk about an everyday thing with somebody sure. else. You can just be human. Exactly, and I and I thought that was so cool. So that's my meeting the the, the, the band from Seven, uh, meeting Seven Dust, and that's cool. And and meeting, getting a talking are fantasy you wanna, football. Are you going to come to Comic Con with us, Mikey? Do you plan to? And what is it? It is. I got the website. Are you guys right going up? like Saturday? And Saturday? Yeah, it's just Saturday. Probably just Saturday. Yeah. Jerry, you buy tickets or something? No. No. Oh, you buy tickets. Buy there. tickets at the gate. Oh. Forty dollars yeah. plus tax for Saturday. I didn't do it. It is October fifteenth to the seventeenth. So it'd be October sixteenth. Yeah. For Indie Comic Con. For yeah. Indie Comic Con. Oh, I thought you said this Saturday. No, no, like, no, no, no. Okay. No, ain't Kokomo Con this Saturday though? I think it is. Are we going? I would think so. Huh? I don't. I, I think so. You think so? We should go. It's our local con. Yeah. Yeah, this Saturday. Well, at this moment, I'm not doing anything. I neither. In October, so. Ten dollars uh, for Comic Con, Kokomo Con, this Saturday. I ain't doing anything this Saturday. I've been once, I think. Dwayne Cameron's gonna be there. Holy shit, guys! Dwayne Cameron. He is Mercury Ranger. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Who's Mercury Ranger? I don't know. Power Rangers Operation Overdrive. Uh, what's he look like? Let me see a picture. I, I don't know. Some him. pretty boy. Tim would be freaking out right now. Oh, he's he's a special one, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, Overdrive is one of the newer. I guess it was it was kind of like when when I grew out of Power Rangers, and plus he's not like the original like group, so they added him in. They probably added him in. He's like a Silver Ranger, so they added him in like later in the season, so he wasn't really like pictured and uh i guess the most uh promoted yeah merchandise and stuff right like or like a red ranger or a yellow or something he's mer- he's two colors he's silver and black and red he's got three colors he's multicolored. yeah so it's from 10 a.m to 5 p.m this weekend so we'll be there walking around we don't have our shirts because I kind of forgot to. <laughs> yeah, that was your job, Chris. Yeah. You had one job. I'll take the entire blame for that one. That was me. If we've got one, Chris, if we got them by October, we need we need to do them in business cards for yeah. Indie Comic Con. Yeah, for sure. All right, and our last topic. It's kind of a late one because it it's kind of solving itself, but the cult injury issue. Whoever has a voodoo doll of the cult. Please stop poking them. <laughs> Everybody in like Indianapolis keeps saying that it's the it's because they play it in uh, in Westfield now instead of you know the old it's the, it's the turf there for some reason. No, it's, it's, it should be like the same turf though. It's not it is. Turf. It was like yeah. they were just joking. Well, I, I, all I'm saying right now is that it looks better than what they they probably suggest. Well, my brother was talking about this with my brother, and yeah, he's like I, I, he's like they probably didn't know what it was like till they got in there. That's why they had such a huge window yeah. between the five to twelve. Because if they had to get in there and do a lot of work and repair, if it was like my foot, you know, then even it, if he doesn't start like week one, it's going to be at least. Can we? I would say at least by week three they should be back. Can we just hope? He's, wins can we just hope he's out for four weeks? Because if he's out for four weeks, that means we win the trade with the Eagles, yeah. <laughs> and we don't have to give them a compulsory right. first round pick. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I, I, what's the news on Nelson? Same thing. Yeah, it's the same. It's, it's the, they're, they're, really they're both they're really both projected to be could be week one. Okay, and on the but they were they were spotted 
walking around after a week of the surgery. So it's just yeah, like, it's, it seems good, but you never know. Nelson after. hopes to be ready for week one after undergoing foot surgery. Uh, that was on. That's was August fourth. Wentz is trending towards being available for the Colts' regular season opener against Seattle on September twelfth, according to Adam Schefter. You'd like him that first week because Seattle might be tough. They got a hard schedule. We talked about this. How they got a rough schedule this yeah, year. Yeah, the Colts have a really good hard schedule. But it's also good because that means we can play good teams. And Especially when they play the Titans, which is going to be tough. They yeah. play. It's always. My one battle. worry with the Colts is our receiving core. Hilton's up there in age. Pittman's not as good. I, Pittman's still young. And after that, I really don't know. Like, there's. Paris Campbell's always been injured, so you don't know. January 2nd's the game. Which one? January 2nd. Raiders. The Raiders. They play the Raiders in Indianapolis. So I can go see the Raiders play. I'll be excited it. about it. But the Colts have like yeah. probably one of the best running back trios. The back the back attack. Behind one of the best of offensive lines. Mm-hmm. They've got a tough so schedule. They got though. one of the they got top five defense. In the league, yeah, but you know they'll still lose to Jacksonville both times, <laughs> regardless of how bad how bad they are. We'll lose to Jacksonville and Indy by like a touchdown. I'm they're, still bitter of the last. They're by week with Jacksonville. Yeah, was so Colts have shit. not won a season opener in like eight years or something. Like they that. play Seattle, <laughs> Seattle, the Rams, Tennessee. Oh. Miami, Baltimore, Houston, San Francisco, Tennessee, the Jets. Seattle ain't what they used to be. Jacksonville, Buffalo, Tampa. Yeah. Houston. Oh, Tampa Bay's coming to town. No, New England, Arizona, Las Vegas, and then they. Why well, they always end the season with Jacksonville? Because. At Jacksonville. They'll lose that game. They always lose at Jacksonville. Every freaking time. Even when the year when they, remember when they went to the Super Bowl, they lost like thirty four to ten in Jacksonville or something. Well, they like didn't that. even start the starters if I remember right. That it game. was just they played horrible that game. Yeah, they did. What? Well, speaking of like the preseason, I guess of the preseason. Did, did you hear the uh, what team? What team was it that hasn't lost a preseason game in like five years? There's a team. I think it was. I want to say the Ravens, but I'm really? Wrong. Did you see the fight at the Rams game? Yeah, someone threw a ball. Uh, so that woman threw that. Like one, what, what, what? I saw it on Twitter. It's like what dummy throws a ten dollar beer, right? <laughs> she threw that guy. I mean, that guy got beat, yeah. but he deserved it. Friggin' L.A. gets their gets their football team back in their new stadium and already brawling. <laughs> Don't worry, they're a dictator that's why, governor who's going to come down you, on them. You know, that's why I pay $150 and sit low because... They were low. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Were they? Yeah. I sit high because... I don't the, like sitting the high. Video All the fights and drunk people are up high. The video was from they above They to spend up booze. <laughs> that's right, they do. Yeah, you, you, buy, you buy expensive seats, you have no money for booze. Uh-huh. You get, I always got drunk before the games when I would go with my cousin and uncle. Yeah. That works too. <laughs> The walk, they were they they were like two blocks away, uh-huh. at least. That was a fun walk when you're bu- when you got a good buzz going yeah. on. Me and my cousin just dumped up on a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> me and my cousin be walk, me we'd be walking with our beer in our hand every time a cop we walk by a cop we go like that. Oh yeah, oh you can't have open containers. That's right. That's right. Open containers illegal, Chris. Unless you're New Orleans, people walk around. <laughs> I don't think the cops care because you know everybody was drinking. Yeah, and they had it kind of blocked off mm-hmm. mostly. So, I mean. 
Anyways, anyone have anything else? Um, no. Shower thought, Mikey? I don't. <laughs> Shut I'll look up. Really quick. Give me one second. I totally forgot. It's okay. It's our first week back in two weeks after our mini vacation. Uh, Apologies. I could probably, probably find one. It wouldn't take long. I follow, one on, I follow an account on uh, Twitter. Seahorses have no idea regular horses exist. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, Subway really just normalized eating an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not Only 11 and a half inches, though. Don't make footlongs anymore. And it's not real tuna. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, YouTube, um, TuneIn, and iTunes, right? That's all of them. Yeah, that's all of them. I'm, I'm, I remember. And I guess if you don't know who your nerds are, that's <laughs> us. And you know where to listen to us. 